When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Hey, it's us again. <laughs> and welcome to another edition of Courtside with Christy and Gabe right here on the Her Hoof Stats Podcast Network. I am Christy Winter Scott, joined as always by my guy, I got it right, Gabe Ibrahim. Yeah. Gabe, it's been a minute or two, okay? We haven't gotten back together in a while. It's been a busy schedule. Well, we get to see each other in person, too. What'd you say? We get to hang out in person now. which is I know. It's like we, we, we get all of our, our podcasty things out face-to-face, and then, you know, we come on the pods like we already said everything. We, we can know ourselves when we talk, because we talk for, yeah. like, 20 minutes before <laughs> I know. And I see I haven't seen you, so now this is going to be, you okay. know, our way to, uh, to divulge into what happened in the first half of the WNBA season and prognosticate what's going to happen in the second half. But the all-star game just happened in Vegas. I am uh, completely uh, jet lagged uh, currently with uh, zero sleep. So yeah, a lot going on out there in Vegas, but it was fun. I was sitting in a crock pot for about a week. Yeah, about you had 115, a lot 115 on, on one of those days. I was just piggybacking the whole sun on my back. Yeah. That's why I have a little bit of, you know, a little, little sun, sun going on here. But anyway, it's all good. It was fun. No, I'm dying. I, think it was, I mean, look, the weekend looked amazing, you know, from oh. from starting uh, a Friday in the middle of the afternoon for some reason. Sabrina and Esther put on <laughs> the best performance, and we can say this without qualifiers, the best performance in three-point contest history, period, management, yeah. whatever. You can yeah. you can find three point contests in in gyms and in Barry Farms, right? She did better. Three seven of forty from the three point contest, insane. which is insane. The game was also crazy. Love to see Brittany Griner out there. Uh, Jewel took home MVP, right? right? She did. She did. She did. Yeah. And you know, if Seattle, and I know she's on a different, you know, she's in a different role for Seattle this year, and they're sitting in the twelfth spot. But I tell you what, if they, I, even if in the 12th spot is Jewel the MVP of the league at this point, Oof. she's leading the league in scoring. 
She just got the MVP of All Star, but the team is not doing well. What do you think? I mean, what do you, what do you, I mean? Do you have to be on a top two or three team to be qualified to be MVP, or are you leading the league in scoring? Are you getting MVP of the the All Star game? Like that is that speaking louder? Like your MVP mm. of the All Star game and all those great players are there, but you were named MVP. Can she? get that at the end of the year what do you uh, think if they're in 12th no because we have to draw we have to draw a line somewhere right like you can't <laughs> you can't be the like when russ when russ won his mvp in the nba and i'm yeah crossing over a little bit but like when, when russell westbrook won his mvp averaging a triple double all that stuff they still made the playoffs right and there were still people talking about you know how his team success should should look back on him i think you gotta at least make the playoffs uh preferably i want the you know the the MVP to come from the top four, okay. but you know, if, Jewel, if Jewel gets this team into the playoffs somehow, okay, then, that, yeah, I mean, then 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 we get the wheels going. But I think at twelve, you know, and and what are they? They're four and sixteen. Yeah, uh, yeah, but she's twenty five a game. Unbelievable. She hit nine threes in DC right before the break. Nine of them things. Come on, man. I don't know. Well, what I, do you think? Do you, do you think you could? I I don't know. I typically wouldn't. I typically wouldn't. But I think, you know, points in the first half of the season leading the league, that's one thing. But I think what weighs more to me is that she got MVP of the All-Star game. Yeah, she, I mean, being, being the best player among those players. And she's that's been what's taking me. That's taking me. And she, it's not like and not, it's not like this person, you know, coming out of nowhere on a on a bad team suddenly getting touch. It's Jill right. Lloyd. Like she's she's not someone who could be in the MVP conversation in a lot of different years. So true indeed. But I don't know. Though. Oh man, I that typically would not I mean I would typically if you're in twelfth place, you know, maybe we can ask people who are listening. Because we had some people at that clutch sports event. Shout out to y'all. That was fun. But Hey, we had some people that are listening to us, Gabe. Yeah. So we should have their, we should get some um, answers from people who are listening to us. Oh, I was, uh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were going to say at the Clutch Sports event, people were saying this. I was like, what's Clutch Sports trying to do with Jewel? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Why are they getting oh, this message? Oh, no, I know, no. I don't, think, I don't think she's repped by them, but that's awesome. Um, Actually, she is. Here, right? You ran into Jewel. I did. I she, is, she is repped by them, so. Oh. But it's right. still, that's not why I'm saying that. But no, it's a my, good point. I'm on my own bullshit. This is a, my <laughs> own personal, my own personal take. But I was there and they did say they listened. So I'm thinking, you know, we can have some WNBA basketball fans, you know, around the world since we're, you know, worldwide, we're global. <laughs> Here, here's my question. All right. This is not going to be a okay, come on. Uh, uh, well-defined question. And I'm going to focus on um, how much better does she have to be than your second place MVP to have that poor of a record? Dang. I don't know, man. Because right now it's probably Asia Wilson. You know, her yeah. team's just so good. She's the best player on that Asia. team. So much for them. Yada, yada. She's probably still in that. Brianna Stewart's in the mix. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's a ton of players. Actually, they're all in the Aces. <laughs> <laughs> What's that I was gonna the say? Whole, uh, Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray. 
Why are the aces so good? Um, Got all those names. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Let's, let's, all right. So let's say Asia Wilson is is um you know the Asia Wilson Brianna Stewart. They're, right. They're, they're competing. Uh, let's say the aces fall back down to earth a little bit. They're not like they're the they're the best team in the league, but they're not the best team in the league by leaps and bounds. Ah. Liberty yeah. are pretty good. They're second best team in the league. Yeah. They're doing. They're not like fantastic, or whatever. And then Jewel, what does she have to do to beat those two? Is it just numbers? Does she have to, you know, get into the playoff race? What is it for you? Oh man, I would say playoffs and advance at least one round. I, you know, and that's not going to be easy, like you just said. I mean, there are some teams right now that are playing really well, and you know, Atlanta. Minnesota has had, you know, had a couple of good surges there towards the end of the first half of the season. I mean, right. First half of the first half of the season. Um, but yeah, I think for, for me to consider her, I guess. Yeah. She's, they've got to They've got to at least make the playoffs and advance one round. Okay. Well, we don't get, we have to vote. We have to vote. Well, I don't know. You vote. Do you vote? Do you have MVP I vote? do. I do vote. When do we vote? Before the playoffs? It's it is right before the playoffs, yeah. To make the playoffs, it's not, what are they? They are they are eight, four games out of the playoffs, and the team in the eighth slot just lost their head. Doable, and we're going to talk about that. Chi Town has has some waiting in the water over there. <laughs> Good and bad. <laughs> that was great, Christy. Look at you. No, I'm a PK. You know, it just comes out sometimes. Uh. Do we want? Let's just talk about it. Um, let's go. Because obviously, I don't have this this up, but uh, my Dwayne Wade poster is, oh. is here, so we get to talk about the Wade's situation. Yeah, we're waiting. Chicago, mm. uh, like you said, the good news and the bad news before we got on the podcast. Uh, James Wade yeah. leaves the team. Um, their GM and head coach leaves the team to go take a job with the Toronto Raptors, which. Right. Seems like a great opportunity for him. He's been someone who's working year round. Um, yeah. And some, I, I mean, he's not going to have less. He's not going to have more time off in the NBA. But this is a great opportunity for him. And it seemed like that was something that he's been he's been wanting to do, you know, get into, get into the NBA um, and, and try it out in there. So good for him. Uh, he gets to do that. Yeah. We'll talk about all the things and the implications of that in just a second. On yeah. the good news side, okay, one way, buying into the team. Putting his money where his mouth is. My dog forever for so many different reasons. The, re right. the only reason I'm doing this podcast is Dwayne Wade. Um, and so he gets to be in the WNBA, and it is just amazing. It's an amazing thing for us. So what, what are your thoughts? You can go either way, James or Dwayne. You know, let, I'm going to go with Dwayne first because – it's going to be shorter, <laughs> what I have to say, because <laughs> I'm so excited about it, right? I mean, he's from Chicago. He has, like, supreme respect for the league, and he has supreme respect for the players in the league, and that's what he said. He said it's it's a player's game, and he wants to support them in any way possible. And I just think that it's amazing that, you know, that he has stepped forward like that. You think about what Kobe Bryant may – have mm -hmm. done at this juncture um, had a tragedy not occurred. So I just think that he is kind of maybe thinking in the, in those frames, right? I think he's thinking, Hey, what would Kobe be doing right now? And maybe not, but I'm just thinking how close Kobe was to a lot of the players who are currently exceeding. We were talking about Jewel Lloyd, right? Sabrina, we were talking about Sabrina. 
he's had his his whole mentality passed on to them and they're playing with him in mind and Jewel Lloyd said as much when she accepted the MVP award at the All-Star game in Vegas so for me I love that Dwayne Wade is is taking that step and I think there are going to be more NBA players who do the same do you hear me and I love it Flash you did it and I love it and I love that he and Gabby were at the All-Star game and he said, you know, sometimes it's not good enough to say, hey, everybody show up for these games and you're not even there. So he said, I'm going to go with my wife and we're going to sit there and support these women um, in their faces. We're going to be in their faces. And I love it. Um, and I think it's going to happen more and more, you know. And, you know, I always say consider the source, you know, when you hear negative things about anything. Right. Um, they've never won anything. You know, they've never won. They've never been in your shoes. They've never had the challenges that you've had to face uh, mentally and physically. So I always say consider the source. And he understands what the grind is of being a pro athlete, having passion for the game. And, you know, when you see that level of respect, you just have to shake his hand, man. I, You know, if I see him at a game or something like that, I'm just going to be like, you know what? And I said it to LeBron when he was oh in God. D.C. I was like, thank you, you know, for what you do you know, for the WNBA and, and, and the support of our women who are hooping, just like you, right? Or just like D-Wade used to, like, you know, I think it's, I think it's incredible. If I met Dwayne Wade, I'd melt into a puddle. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You'd be done, <laughs> done and done. Again, there's, there's a, the only reason I like basketball. Get a church fan and get, get you going. What'd you say? The only reason I love basketball so much is because of Dwayne Wade. So that oh, is man. that just that thought went sent a shockwave through me. But I want the, the Kobe point is actually really interesting because, you know, I think um, it, it is kind of like clear that he would have probably been the first one to invest. I think he would have. I think he would have, and, and maybe well, maybe he wouldn't have because of a you know it's not the right business venture. But he would have been the most involved player. Absolutely. Throughout Absolutely. this point. Yeah, and so to see you know other players step up in that way, and maybe maybe it's not even that Dwayne's thinking about what would Kobe do. It's just that they're so similar. <laughs> like these two guys have, and they've talked about it. They've talked about their competitiveness, about how Dwayne Wade broke Kobe's nose in the All Star game, and Kobe was like, I called him and said, I love it. And right. you know, Kobe's Kobe was a psycho playing right. So yeah. uh, Dwayne Wade, you know, they, they just had such a beautiful relationship. They were walking into each other's press conferences. So it's just kind of like you know, hey, thinking like. Wow, these two guys are actually—they're—they're they're even more similar yeah. than just two of the greatest shooting guards of all time. Agreed. We're talking about two people who think the same way, who have mm -hmm. that competitiveness, who want to be in the game, who want to help grow, especially the women's side of it, because of everything going on in their lives with with Kobe's daughters and and with Dwayne Wade's um, children. It's like it, it is so important to them to do it. And yeah. I didn't think about that connection until you brought it up. I thought that was that was really interesting. That little wrinkle. Um, that I put in my head because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my my current uh, uh, computer screen background is actually doing weight. Oh, wow. See, you get it. Yeah. But, you know, and fans resonate to that, too, you know, and they 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 just see the support. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they are fans of Dwayne Wade. Right. Or even of Kobe. Right. I think there's like that extra level of what what is he seeing that I'm not seeing? Or maybe I should pay more attention and maybe I should go to the game, you know, or the games just like D-Wade did with Gabby at the uh, at the All-Star game and other games. But I just think that it's it's a great start. 
it's yeah. a great start to what I think could really become something, right? And Kathy Engelbert is talking about the expansion of the league. And there are several things that need to happen before that does. But, you know, as the league continues to grow, you know, 27 years in, as the league continues to grow, there are going to be more opportunities for our NBA brethren, okay, to get involved in that way. Um, you know, you see players uh, giving kudos to to the All-Stars all the time. And even during regular season games, you know, LeBron was tweeting about Aaliyah Boston. Like, there's, there's a synergy there between the NBA and WNBA. And I think that that should continue with ownership. Mm -hmm. Right. And not just, you know, the tweets are fantastic because you have long reaching tentacles and you have a big following. So that that level of respect there is huge. But I also think when you put put some money down. <laughs> right. And show that it's not just let me just show up for the games, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. But now I am backing you and respecting you in a financial manner to continue to grow the, the game and the league. And not just financially grow it, but respectability-wise grow it, right? So mm -hmm. you're pouring into these women, and now you're going to get even a better product on the floor because now it's just going to resonate with the players yep. that, you know, they see their value. And not that they have it before, but it's even, it's amplified, right? Their value is amplified when players like Dwayne Wade reach back and, yep. and grab hold of, of home. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like home. I don't care what you say. I mean, there's nothing like home. That's why he went back to Chicago to play. That's why Candace Parker went back to Chicago to play, mm -hmm. right? That's why LeBron went back to Cleveland to win a, a title. So there, there's a, something about that that you can't measure. Um, it's in your soul and your spirit. And, you know, save it if you disagree with that. You can disagree if you want to, but that's just that's so my, where I stand on it. It's a major, major difference maker. Yeah. So my 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 uh my last point here is uh well first off, Dwayne Wade's best friend well one of his very good friends is LeBron James and uh, no but you guys I'm I'm extremely competitive with my friends my friend has something I want um <laughs> so hopefully hopefully that extends and, and LeBron gets in the mix but I think uh, yeah, it's LeBron. another to your point you know it, um it's just another path to get more basketball fans to be WNBA fans yeah and, you know I think there's there's great stuff that you know the WNBA does advertise advertising wise selling these players wise um but you know there, there's still such a, a a deficit in the avenue of taking those fans that are nba fans and converting them yeah not not just not converting them just adding adding a summer sport Add for them absolutely. In the NBA. and so hopefully this is something that starts you know with Dwayne wade goes on to other players and it just becomes a, an avenue where it's like well you know Hey, maybe I don't have a WNBA team. Yeah, I love LeBron, and LeBron owns the Sparks, so I'll root for the Sparks. I'll catch a couple games, and then you know, hey, maybe they turn into lifelong fans. Maybe they don't. But I just love yeah. that this is an avenue now, and I love that my favorite player of all time uh, gets started. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Magic Johnson with LA. Yeah. I mean, let's let's not forget, you know, what what he's been able to do there, and you know, putting his stamp on that team and his mm -hmm. support of that team. So, I mean, he started it. Dwayne Wade you know, is, is taking the next step with it, taking the baton. And mm -hmm. so now he can go ahead and hand it to LeBron and he can go ahead and, and, and do that thing. And then, you know, we can get that team in Houston that Beyonce can own. And I'm still going to push for that. Beyonce. And then Chrissy's moving to Houston. Sure. Huh? What'd you say? 
Then Chrissy's moving to Houston once Beyonce and the team. I'm out. I'm there. Chrissy's going to be out of the house. Chrissy's going to Texas. The bees. That's what we're going to call them. The Houston bees. Beehive. Yes. Boo. I'm going. Uh, yeah, Beyonce, go ahead and do that. Um, that's just, you know, I'm going to keep push, pushing that, putting that in the atmosphere because you never know. What did you say? Dwayne Wade probably has her number. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Gabby does. Somebody yeah, has yeah, a number. I guess I do. Yeah. They have to have Beyonce's Jay Z and all of them. Come on now. Jay Z and Beyonce. We need right, that. Let's, get let's get to the bad stuff. Uh, yeah, let's get to the bad stuff. You know, I don't like to talk about the bad stuff too much, but it happened. And, happens. you know, I just try to think of it as a player okay. on the team first, right? Um, and then the fans next. And then the other coaches. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I processed what happened. Like, whoa, what did the players think about that? And they're like, oh, the fans, they're they're riding them. They're, you know, mm -hmm. they, they have something to say about it. And then the coaches who are now thrust into, we've got to take the baton now and finish the season strong midstream. That's just a tough way to go. And I love James Wade, man, I, you know, and what he obviously won a championship a couple seasons ago. And he's a great coach. And I know opportunities exist. It's just the timing was bad. I just, well, I mean, the timing was bad. Well, no, but I, I, I just don't, you know, to me, I, I just, if I was James Wade, what choice do I have? If I want to be an NBA coach someday, then I have, then this is the only, to me, if you get a, if you get a job offer from the NBA and that's something you want to do, there's only one coming. There's not going to be a second one. And, and the Raptors just fired Nick Nurse, which some people probably didn't the beginning of the season completely unexpected would never have thought that we're not fired. you're right we're not have let by the end of the season kind of became clear it was going to happen but it wasn't like there was a long period where they had an interim coach and they were already talking to staff and then he yeah. could talk to them and, and been out before the season it, yeah. it's just unfortunate uh for all the people that you mentioned yeah. and, and I, I think to me that's it's really tough it's just it's really tough. tough because this is how life works you know, it, it just is really unfortunate in the in the coaching world that you kind of got to go when when the opportunity comes if it's something that you want to do. You you kind of have to go like today, like yeah. right now, like the Raptors are gonna wait. Like you can't say the Raptors hey, are gonna wait. Why? The Raptors are gonna wait for you. Why? Because why are they gonna wait for you? You're just a guy. You're just James Wade. Then if you want me there, you're gonna wait for me. No, you're not. Why? <laughs> It's a different because the Raptors are first off their offseason program gets started here probably in like the next well they already did summer league but their offseason is probably already underway right yeah but they have guys for that yeah but you gotta be oh, there him right now have you seen and this is not shady this is an observation made by not only me okay yeah. they have a plethora of guys sure. and girls right. They have men and women on the coaching staffs in the NBA. Yeah. Right? One is not going to make for me. For me. Yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I, and okay, Toronto Raptors fans, don't, you know, you know, slap me around on Twitter, whatever. <laughs> but listen, if I'm, if I am, if I am the Toronto Raptors and we have a coach who is currently coaching in the WNBA. In the summer, mid-season, 
he's a perfect candidate for what we need in the fall and winter season. I'm going to tell him respectfully, we love what you can bring to us. And because you are the head coach of the Chicago Sky, we will wait for you because we have men and women in place, several mm -hmm. of them, a litany of them to prepare the team for the season. And when, when you're done, whether that's championship, whether that's playoffs or not, when your season comes to a close, guess what? That very next day, you're on the first thing smoking to Toronto and you, we have your desk waiting on you. We'll dust it off when you get here. But I just don't see the urgency to get him there instantly and have him drop everything and roll. I, I mean, why won't they wait? That's my thing. Why, why, would, mean, they wait? why would they wait? Is it, I don't understand why James Wade is so special that we're going to wait. There's a million coaches. There's a million coaches well, out there. Well, he obviously he separated himself. He separated himself to earn that position. Sure. But there's so, other guys in in Europe who have separated themselves. There's other people in the in the WNBA who have separated themselves. NBA, the G League. There's so many guys you're competing with. Let me tell you. Let me here, let's I'm turn around you. the the uh, scenario here. Um, let's say I am a high school basketball coach, which I am. <laughs> and 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 come, let's say I don't know. Let's say December. So we've just started the season. We're we're yeah. in. Talk to and, me. And, and let's let's in the scenario say I'm the head coach. I'm listening. Eric Tebow calls me from the Washington Mystics. He's like, hey, we need you for this draft. We need your scouting eye for this draft. And you need to be here now. And if you can't be here now, we're going to go somewhere else. Because we need someone in here now for the draft that's coming up okay. in two months. I'm on the first thing smoking. <laughs> what am I going to do? I can't say no. I can't say no to an opportunity like that for my own career. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to make my kid, I'm going to make my players upset. I'm going to make the other coaches upset, but end of the day, I, this is my career. And if it's something that I want to do to work for the Washington mystics, I have to sacrifice. I, I think for, for James, it's not, I, I just don't see the, the Raptors waiting. There's too, there's too many great coaches out there. Like I, you've met a lot of coaches. I've met a lot of coaches. Like, I just think so many of them are like, wow, this person knows a ton. And, yeah. and this person's a great coach and he's a, a great communicator. And his players play hard. It's like, you can find a ton of these people. And it's not, and it's not, I'm not saying James Wayne's not special. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that when the opportunity arises, there, 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 you have to, you, it's, it should be too hard. It'd be too hard to ask, even ask them, can I stay? Because if you ask them, then it's like, well, are you not committed to this? No, I'm committed. I'm I am committed to the opportunity to be with the Raptors, but I'm committed to my team midstream of the season. I'm committed there first. I already I'm already committed to that. Right? Yeah. So now you're asking me to decommit. So you're talking about commitment. You're asking me to decommit to my head coaching responsibilities during the year. This is not February or March, right? We're in the thick of it. And now you're talking about commitment. So is you want me to decommit to them to commit to you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Gabe. I'm listening. But, wait, but wait, are, the Raptors aren't gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be flat out. The Raptors would not have waited for James Wood. The Raptors would not have waited. They would have gotten. And that's a, that's a coach. There, there's a million. There's a million people that have just as good as no. as, no. as James Wood. There just is. That's a mistake, and, man. On their part, that's a mistake. 
by the Raptors. For oh, me, the Raptors don't care though. What do the I, Raptors care about the Chicago Sky? I mean, they don't. I mean, they uh, they should. Why? Because I mean, okay. So that's like poaching. Okay, so what I what I would like to do to for this. Give me a scenario. To flip it. Okay. Okay, we're mid-season NBA, and a position opens up, and the coach bounces in the middle of the year. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but it's understandable. Well, what is it? Okay, then what is it? What is it? It's not fine. What happens in college football? I mean, it really does. Like in the middle of the season. Not in the middle of the season. If you're going to a bowl game, it happens then. But like, there's coaches that you know are 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 already by the time the the season's out in in you know by the by midseason in, in college football certainly there's coaches that already have their next job lined up yeah and it's like to me to me honestly i don't want that guy around if i'm chicago sky you want to go to toronto peace buddy see ya good luck you're replaceable too in basketball in basketball unfortunately unfortunately every single person is replaceable there's That's not person in basketball is not replaceable you're right I mean, you're and, right. that, and that to me is where it comes in for James Wade. But I do want to talk about the perspectives you brought up. So yeah. how, how would you be feeling if you're a player? Abandoned. Mm-hmm. I would, I mean, I'd be like, wow. You know, I, I as a player, I took myself there like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the players thinking? How are they mm-hmm. processing that? Because, I mean, on the surface, I'd be like, okay, you know, do you like get, get your opportunity on and thanks for everything, coach. But internally, I think I would be stewing about it a little bit because, wow, what if what if one of the players just drops in the middle of the season and says, I'm going to the Euro basket? Like, Shout to Tim Charles. I mean, you said it. I mean, where'd you go, man? You dropped the mic <laughs> and walked away. Sorry, sorry. I'm <laughs> you dropped the mic and walked away? Oh, my God. I'm so much focused. But it's true. But I mean, I mean, that would be the same kind of thing. Like you're committed to that team, right? Yeah. And what did that team do to you so bad that you would just bounce and roll? So, so I don't know. I, I as a player, I would feel abandoned. I would not feel um, that the commitment was there from the beginning. If it's so easy to leave without, you know, being disrespected. Like I, I mean, I think they loved him there. Yeah, right? he was beloved him. in Chicago. You know, they won the title. I mean, I think there was a good vibe there. I don't, I don't know the inner workings. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something I don't know. But from the surface, when they came into DC, I mean, from what I saw, I thought it was smooth. Um, you know, it didn't look like anything funny going on. Mm-hmm. But it's just like in a relationship, if things aren't going right, you're being disrespected or abused or whatever i mean you have your reasons to like bounce and protect your sanity right um but if there's no reasoning i mean then it's easier to drop the commitment it's easier to drop the commitment if you've been wronged in some ways what i'm saying well let's be like new opportunity i'm out like but if if it's a all right let's say it's a it's a big pay raise we're gonna we can be on it it's it's a big pay raise to go from four months of a WNBA head coach salary to 12 months of a, um, you know, uh, of an NBA. Did he put it year round the WNBA? Cause don't they go scout? They're on salary all year, right? He, he goes, doesn't he, he coaches in Europe. Right. 
Yeah, but doesn't he double dip? I mean, isn't he isn't he also scouting for the Chicago Sky? Like he's not just on duty for four months. Like isn't he twelve months? No, he is on duty. He's on duty the whole time. But I don't think it's. That's I'm not sure how it gets paid. But I, I'm still I'm still going to say he's probably making more. So it's a, it's another thing for his family, right? I I don't think he left because he was unhappy. He left. That's what I'm saying. He left that would make more sense to me. That would make more sense if you were in a situation where you did not feel respected. Or you were uh, felt abused, or something was happening that wasn't quite sitting well with your spirit. Then that's a deal breaker for commitment. I don't care what what it is, job, people, like mm -mm. I'm not but, here for that. I'm not here for that. So I get if, it. If, if, ESPN, if, if ESPN calls you tomorrow, let's yeah. say ESPN calls you tomorrow, yeah, as you know, whatever. Rebecca Lobo wants to go on a six month vacation to the Australia and the yeah. Southeast Asia, I don't know, whatever. So Rebecca Lobo was out for six months. They, ESPN calls you and says, hey, we want you to take Lobo's spot. It's going to be six months from now. You're going to be in the rotation. You're going to be, you know, second color commentary for the WNBA. That, that, that. But you have to start tomorrow because we need it tomorrow because Rebecca's leaving. Are you not going to take it? Even though you like where you're at, you know? Be, and, and, and I'm not trying to say that the NBA is I'm old. Not going. I'm not trying to say the I'm NBA is old. It's not that the NBA is just a step up. It's a step up for him and his career that he wants to have. Here, Richard. Coach Primo, for example, went from the NBA to the WNBA. He did. Because he wanted that life. That's the life he wanted. That was the career he wanted. And that was important to him. But he didn't leave mid-season. No, they didn't have to. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He wouldn't do that, number one. He wouldn't do that. But you know what? I'll tell you what, 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 what annoyed me. Let's let's uh, go to Becky Hammond really quick. When Becky got hired with the Aces, she finished the season out with the, with the Spurs. Thank you. For me, I don't like that. Why? She should I be love with that. If you're the head coach of the Aces, you shouldn't be coaching another team. You should be with the Aces. But she's committed contractually, emotionally, tactically. She's committed because she had leverage. What'd you say? She's committed because she had leverage. Because she could. She's committed because she is. She has integrity. If they told her, did I get up and walk? You got to choose now. You got to come here now or be with the Spurs. She would have to choose them. She don't have to do. I don't think it's integrity. Just I have to do anything. I just don't think that's fair to ask somebody to leave. Mm -hmm. When they're not, the job, Kobe said, job's not finished. That part. Job's not finished. Job finished. Look, look, job finished. Job's not finished. Boom. That's all. Asking the game. All right, I'm going to change my camera back, though, because this is kind of annoying. <laughs> hey, I'm back in focus. Oh, look at that. Jump the room. I have to change it. All right. Um, no, I, I get, look, hey, if I'm, if I'm a player, I uh, don't like that guy. To be very honest. I don't like him. If I'm a fan... I don't like that guy. First and foremost, something that we didn't talk about, which we definitely should have. He was the general manager of the team, and he traded two of their future first-round picks this Come season. Come on. Hypothetically, probably when he was already uh, thinking about it. Yeah. Or maybe after, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You you did the move, and yeah. now you're not here for the consequences, and that happens all the time in basketball. I'm not saying that, but like, I mean. That, to me, is where I have a problem. It's like, Mm, did you make that trade because you thought you were going to bounce this year? Wow. If you did that, then I'd be mad. 
Wow. If you just made the trade because you thought it was the right trade and then this opportunity came up and this opportunity made a lot of sense for you. I, I can't, as a, as, a neutral, as a neutral person. Yeah. I'm not a Chicago Sky player. I'm not a Chicago Sky fan. I'm not a Chicago Sky coach. If I was a coach, I'd be pretty stoked that I get to move up a seat. I'm going to be I honest. I don't know about that. Right. That's a lot of pressure. That's fine. I love, but you got to love pressure. You coach. I do, but you also want to understand, you know, that's a big jump. Yeah, Christine, come on. You don't want the pressure? I do. Pressure, pressure is a privilege. I always say, but so, I don't know about that. That'd be, that'd be up all night trying to get it together. Golly, man! Bag of marbles and you pick up all of them. Golly, you some you find some behind the couch, underneath stuff. Like it's a lot. If I'm if I'm the I, I can never pronounce this man's name. And I'm sorry. The new Chicago Sky head coach, um, Esmir. This is first name. Um, but if I was him. I'm going. Hey, James, you want you want help packing? Can I help you pack? Like, you need you you want to get your stuff out here? You know, you can go today. Like, it's cool. Like, you you can just leave. Yeah, like, but 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 from the but the perspective of the general manager, that's the one that bothers me. And then obviously from the perspective of the players and the fans, yeah, we're out on James Wade forever. That's that's done. That relationship's done. Yeah, but like. I think the, the thing that really was was annoying to me as a WNBA fan was that is he was he what was his mindset making those decisions in the offseason? Hmm. Yeah. And I think I saw, you know, some fan reaction kind of stating that same principle. Mm -hmm. Like what what was the intent and did you know and and all of that. And he probably didn't. I I'm, I'm just saying that he didn't know. I'm just saying he was just making those moves based on you know, with yeah. his staff and based on what, what he thought his team would look like this year without Slu, you know, without Parker, you know, it's a different squad. So I don't know. Well, here's, here's, I the thing. I, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as, I mean, I, I hear you, but I'm not as pressed about the, you know, that inner works. workings of the, of the GM situation or his role as a GM. I'm not, I'm not thinking that he was trying to sabotage the team. No, no, I think he was trying. So this is something that happens in the NBA all the time. And this is actually yeah. a point. So NBA, you know, uh, uh, general manager uh, on the hot seat tends to make moves that are short term, short term mm -hmm. things. You know, oh, I'm going to trade draft picks because we need to get make the playoffs this year. <laughs> Washington Wizards. Um, we need to make the playoffs this year. I'm just calling people out today. Just get called out. I did not say anything. You said that. So that is, that is my opinion and my opinion alone. Gabe's opinion. The past, the pa in the past, in the past. Shouts, mm -hmm. to, shouts to the Wizards brass now. They're doing a good job. Um, but it's like, well, is there no chance that James Wade like kind of felt like, well, this is not going that great for me in Chicago. Uh, I lost Kansas Parker. I lost Courtney Vandersloot. Allie Quigley retired. Uh, I might not have a job at the end of this year if we don't make the playoffs. I'm out. Huh? And he left. So. Yeah, I could see that being the scenario and the and the mind, uh, the mental gymnastics of, of the decision making. I could see that being the issue for sure. But that's just tough. I, don't, I mean, I don't care. Like you said, it like players tough, fans tough. No, I, no, right? I, I mean, it's tough. I, and I think even the coaches and I know you said it's like bingo of moving over a, a chair. <laughs> but that's still tough. I don't care. That's I don't care how many games. Midstream, like I don't care what level, that's still tough to do. That's tough to do organizationally, like, 
and to be that leader because there's a different dynamic between an assistant coach and a head coach. And now all of a sudden you're asking for that dynamic to shift on a dime. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. And the opportunity, okay, yeah, you can have stars in your eyes about the opportunity to move over a chair. But man, that dynamic, now all of a sudden you, you're the heavy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you're the heavy. Monday you weren't the heavy. You were like, hey, what's up, dude? I'll just grip them up and clap and drop. Now Tuesday you're the heavy. And that player is not going to listen to you the same way, man. I'm telling you. I think it's players not, players not going to listen to you the same, even though you try to be heavy with them because Monday you weren't heavy because you were the assistant coach. Now, Tuesday, you can come with this bravado, not going to work, period. I don't care what level, gender, I don't care. That's not, that's not how it works. And that's why I say it's like marbles on the floor because that now you got to gather and recalibrate and do all this. But, oh, yeah, guess what? You have a game in two days. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Bye-bye, man. All of it's bad. All three components of that choice for that team are tough, period. Mm-hmm. And I and I love James Wade. And this is not, you know, I'm not throwing him in the mud or anything like that. But I'm just thinking full picture-wise of how his decision impacted all three components of that organization. Yeah. No, I think we agree, mostly. We're just saying different points. Pretty James- much. If you ever have a staff and you need someone, though, make sure you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm out. I'm out. The second you call, I'm leaving whatever. <laughs> We're out. Dave's gone. I, me, I'll be considering like I do at restaurants. I can never decide. Right? I'm out. Take a long right. time to decide things. <laughs> if you get on the phone, you need someone short, short notice, I'm there. <laughs> um, I, I think we are. I think we are. Not, we're obviously disagreeing, but I think, you know, I, my viewpoint is actually it's very similar. I, I agree that yeah. it's. It's, it was messed up, messed up to do to the players and uh, yep. coaches and your staff and the team and the franchise and the fans. Um, yes, I get it. I really do. I get it. Cause I, I can't, I can't say I wouldn't do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Unless the W, unless any WNBA people that want to hire me are listening, I would never do that to you guys. Not to See, you put the script, man. Not to you guys. That's who whoever's gonna hire. Flipping me. scripts, Gabe. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> hey. hey, we all I I got you have I have a little we're tight because I know you're well, tight. I I I checked the movie time, it's a little I'm going to date night with my wife. Um oh. yeah, so okay. we, we the movie time's a little later than I thought. It's so we got like probably like 10 minutes. Um and we could talk about more sad stuff with the mystics. Can we shave it? Can we shave it to four? Because I have a Twitter space. What did you oh, say? Oh, oh, hey, 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 hey. I know. Let's save Mystics talk. Let's save Mystics talk. Save it? Save it. Maybe we'll do a special Mystics uh, episode like this weekend. Okay, yeah. You know what? Because they have two games this week. They have Indiana. They have the Indiana Fever. Tomorrow, Camp Day. Yeah. With all the Zazazul of the babies in the building. I love it. Um, with their little camp shirts on. And their WNBA shirts. I mean, um, and then on Friday, they um, they play again on Friday for an Ion game at home. So, and then they play on Sunday on CBS. And um, I heard from my producer um, from long time back with the Mystics that uh, Joel Kate he's producing oh. the uh, game on uh, the 23rd, and that's going to be on CBS. And it's um, Megan McPeak and um, Tabitha. And Kim Adams. Oh, Kim Adams. So I'll be a fan. I'll be sitting yeah. having popcorn during that game. So 
all my people are on that game. So that'll be that'll be interesting. But I've I've done that before. I'll be in the building. It's good. Well, it's uh great stuff that they have so many games. Terrible that oh their entire starting lineup feels pretty much. I know they're all injured, man. Please just take my ankles. I don't I've need never, them. I've never, I've never seen that. Like just a rash of injuries. Someone said it's a curse of the bobbleheads because all of them have the bobbleheads. And I'm like, I don't think that's an actual thing, but it is odd that all of them had the bobbleheads this year. <laughs> no, I don't know. For some reason or another, they're all down. I, well, hey, if, for now. if you're injured though, you want to be injured now and not later, especially that's when you have a pretty good record. And hey, this is a team that um, unfortunately not, they, they do know how to play yeah. with injuries given the last few years. Yeah, yeah. They picked up Queen Egbo and, um, you know, Lene Harper and they just got... Uh, Saisha Gray trade. out of Michigan. Say it again. We haven't talked about the Queen Egbo trade. I know. Great piece of business. Uh, I have the Twitter spaces game. Okay, we got it. We got it. Right. in trouble. Look, we're going to get we're gonna, Mystics talk coming up. Don't yeah. know when because I'm in basketball camp this entire week and we're, yeah. we are not taking our kids to the Mystics game because they're <laughs> out there in the gym. Okay, they're gonna, they're going to compete. Camp it's the last day. thing I do. <laughs> it's camp day. They take them to the Take them to the game. They're going to be they're they're, they're either going to be uh, com competing in some highly competitive basketball games or running laps because <laughs> tire them out, honey. Yeah, tire them out so they get home to the mommies and daddies. They're ready to lay down. Take that energy off of them. I love it. <laughs> I love basketball. It's, it's really great. Get the wiggles out of them before they get home, honey. That's All right, Christy, take us out of here. I'm gonna take y'all out. Oh, you know, guess what? It's been a joy to connect back with you. Thank you guys so much for joining us right here on Courtside with Christy and Gabe on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. Our next edition is going to be all about mystics. We're going to bring it to you. They have a bunch of games. We're going to collaborate and discuss that and see what they're up to. Um, hopefully their health will be at the top of the list as something that will be a positive when we uh, discuss the mystics next time. But we thank you for joining us. For Gabe Ibrahim, I'm Christy Winter-Scott, and we will see you next time. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. Mm. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.